0: All right, everyone, hope you brought your geek, because it's time to get it on. Hi, Iron Will and Try geek Kahuna. My name is Jen Kramer, and I'm from beautiful Amherst, Massachusetts. I try because it's something I never could do. After proving to myself that I can overcome such a huge challenge, it's made me believe that I could do anything I put my mind to. Right now, I'm training for my first marathon, and I've been listening to your podcast during my long runs on Saturdays. I can honestly say you guys have gotten me through a couple of rough patches. Thanks so much, and keep up the great work.
1: Aloha, triathletes. Welcome to Get Your Geek On, the podcast designed to get you all geeked up about the sport of triathlon, whether you're just thinking about doing your first sprint or you're an Ironman veteran
0: that's right. So if you're willing to sacrifice for something that's greater than you, you've come to the right place.
1: You have come to the right place. This is podcast number eight.
2: Eight already.
1: Yeah. It goes by so fast. That's two months' worth. And uh, wow. we're going strong. We cracked the top hundred in the uh, iTunes Music Store podcast rankings for sports. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We, we, you know, it's NFL. It's baseball. It's basketball. NASCAR. And then us. All right. Oh, so that that uh, pretty much rocks. How's how are you doing? Oh, oh we got to introduce ourselves. I'm I'm uh. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm <a> TriGeek Kahuna, <laughs> and I'm uh, podcasting from the TriGeek Dreams Labs in the OC, Orange County, California.
0: And I'm Iron Will, coming to you just outside of the windy city in the Midwest from the Through the Wall World headquarters.
1: And if you're if you're new to uh, Get Your Geek On, we are a couple of middle-of-the-packer... That's fair to say, right, Iron I
0: think so, yeah. You're probably more middle-of-the-pack than me. I'm probably a little more behind you, but...
1: <laughs> you're uh, <laughs> in the end of the middle? No, yeah. middle-of-the-packers middle uh, in, in the sport triathlon. We're both... This is our third season for both of us. No, oh, second no. for me. Oh, you're so ambitious. Well, and, and we're, <laughs> we're, um, we're both doing an Ironman triathlon. Uh, Iron Will's doing Wisconsin in... September oh
0: yeah September 10th
1: coming September 10th. up and uh, and the Kahuna me is we're, I'm doing uh, Florida November 4th
2: so <sighs>
1: it's a big year for us definitely how's your training going
0: you know it's going it's starting to get pretty intense now um, pretty soon' we're, I'm gonna be able to take my bike out there so I'm all excited about that but um, and of course, just in time for that, I have like some weird hip thing going on. I don't know what it is, but um there's like this muscle that goes across the side of mm-hmm. my hip, um' just kind of like right over my hip bone, and uh I don't know it doesn't it didn't hurt hurt. I thought it was just like a lactic acid kind of you know I used this today muscle right. thing. But now, I mean, we went out with some friends last night, and we were, it was like a long way to go to this um, music thing. It was like an hour away. It was cold. And uh, by the time I got, we got there, and I got out of the car, it, it took me like five minutes to get out of the car because it hurt. <laughs> and uh, my friends were like making fun of me. They're like, what is this? Triathlete, chicken, marathon runner. And you're know, like the slowest one. Come on.
1: Wow.
0: And, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know, but it hurt.
1: You might, it, it it could be an iliotibia band. Have you ever had that before? Yeah. You know,
0: that's I put it up on my blog, and some people had said that. Um, but and uh, and somebody else said something about sartorius muscle. I I don't even know. I'm probably jacking up that pronunciation, but so whatever that muscle is, there. Um, I I don't know. I think I did something to it, but it's starting to kind of it's kind of hurt. So I think I'm gonna take it easy today. I, I have like an hour ride, and I'm wondering what I should do so I'm going to try to call my coach and see you know what he says about it he said that it was you know probably I just need to stretch more and warm up more before I go do what I do mm-hmm. um but that's when you know I told him that it was just kind of like oh hey there's a muscle there then not like oh my god it hurts so
1: <clears throat> and how let, let me ask you an indelicate question how is we talked a little bit I think in the first podcast about our um Collective weights. How how is your weight? Uh, (laughs)
0: Oh, well, let's see. I since I was at two months ago, I think I've lost like eight pounds. Oh wow! It's but I mean, but you know what you say that it could be like five pounds that can be water. You know what I mean? But my clothes are still. Pretty much the same. You know, I think I've been able to come in like one belt notch, but, um, you know, everything still fits and nobody's like, oh my gosh, it's your, are you training for an Ironman? You know, that, <laughs> that hasn't been, you know, obvious or anything yet, so, but that's all right. Give me a couple months. So, what about you?
1: That will happen. Um, I'm doing okay. I, I, I'm sort of, I, I think I've lost all the weight I'm going to lose until I go on the um no drinking, no pizza uh, countdown. And no chips, right? No, yeah, no. I, chips. I haven't done any chips, which is uh, really hard for me because I love them. And I've, I was at um, I was out of town this weekend, so I was in a place where they were serving a lot of chips, and uh, I didn't have it because I knew Robo Stew would haunt me. And, <laughs> and he's my training partner. So um, yes, yeah, so let's go and find. I think I'm fine. I'm a, I'm in good shape. I'm about 188. I want to get down to maybe 183 wow. for the. Uh, for the Iron Ironman, it's, it's, it will just take, I think, to cut out some of the stuff that um, I, I'm not ready to give up quite yet. Got um,
0: it. Was well, you know what you're gonna? What is that? Five pounds? Oh my gosh! Five you're pounds. gonna lose that overnight.
1: Well, I hope so. But my my clothes actually are. Um, it's weird. I mean, my my jeans. Um, I like my jeans kind of loose, and so I always had a 36 waist because the. The jeans go weird. They're like thirty-four and thirty-six, so I always get mm-hmm. thirty-six. But the, you know, I'm just swimming in those now, so I feel um, I feel like a chick um, that feels <laughs> very, very good about his his toy, his jeans fit. Um, so hey, let, let's tell real quick before we get too far into this. This is what we have in store for the show. We have. Uh, our surprise the triathlete segment that's where we call somebody and uh surprise them and then talk a little bit about their their life as a triathlete and their training yeah and it's an uh, awesome section and you have uh your coach's corner
0: yeah this this time we are going to talk about gadgets and uh there's this new garmin 305 that i'm totally lusting after and so um, I actually uh, thought, okay, well, I wonder how many other people out there are listening after this thing, you know, it being red and all. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I asked my coach, um, what kind of stuff do we need and uh, what kind of stuff is just, you know, fancy? So I was very pleased to hear what he had to say. So
1: That you absolutely have to have this garment Garmin 30, well, whatever.
0: 305, well, 305. you know what, it's like, it's almost like three hundred bucks. So um uh well we'll just we'll just let people tune in and uh and hear. What do you All have right.
1: to say? Very good. I have a I have a Garmin three oh one which I, I think it's the same thing but just gigantic. Um Yeah,
0: it's like the board model.
1: Yeah, and it's right. you know what? I use it um I use it this weekend, it's just wonderful. Um and this, you know, give it's what's so cool, it has a it has a heart monitor but it also has a GPS built in there. So it just um I, it just takes all the thinking out of how far you're running and, and uh what's your heart rate and, and um I, I, I really enjoy it. Um and then we have um we have our triathlete chapter, that's where someone tells us um just a little bit about their story in their own words and, and I think this week we have the Commodore. Um or actually his name is Commodore. From. You
0: know, and I didn't believe him when he said that. I was like, come on. You don't mind your real name. you know What's your real name? Come on. <laughs> and uh, he's like, no, really? That's what it is? I'm like, all right, fine. Be that way. He's like, I'm telling you. that's really it?
1: He's also like Commodore the Ninth. He's, this is like his the ninth person named Commodore in his family. What?
0: Um, oh, my God. Wasn't it, was it? I thought it was the 13th or something. It was, it was like a legacy. Yes. Yeah, I, like I don't know. I mean, you would know better than me, but it's like a big like Commodore legacy here.
1: Yeah, I think his, uh, his original... The number one probably served with John Paul Jones or something in the, <laughs> in the U.S. Navy. Um, and then I'm going to talk with uh, Head Doc, and and, and uh, I want to ask him, you know, how do you, if if the, all of us reach a point in our training, I think we're like, oh my God, I just can't do this, you know, like, I can't get motivated, I it seems like the race is far away, and so we're going to talk about how to get um, psyched up, and he's a sports psychologist, and, and, a, and a very good one at that. Um, and then we have we're going to finish up with your tri life lessons which everybody's favorite part of the show
2: uh-huh. so
1: that's all that's all good hey uh, before we do the surprise of triathlete i have a um um a, it's not really a letter it's a post that uh, that was uh, we were tipped off to in um triscoop uh and triscoop is um, i think it's triscoop.com uh, it is triscoop.com. This is put out by Brett of Zen and the Art of Triathlon, who does a great podcast. And he has a whole forum for triathletes. And one of the, one of the threads was, um, What about other tri podcasts? And so Drew from Ben, Oregon uh, said, Basically, we all work out seven to ten hours a week or more, so we don't have time for the tri podcast. I listen to Zen, of course. And now I have finally finished the backlog of Triathlete's Garage. That's uh, his original, Brett's original podcast. Simply Stew gets better and better with great guests and a killer idea about a worldwide free triathlon that is in three weeks. I also like the talk show variety of Get Your Geek On. I mean, who is not secretly in love with Iron Will? Please. Oh God. Such <laughs> okay. so a true role, but wait, I just want to read a couple more. Stu
0: crack me up. <laughs> Um, you're
1: funny. I think I should get off this podcast because listen to this one. Um this is from Moon Pie. Um Iron Will. That's who we need picks of <laughs> in this in the other thread. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> secretly in love with her. Um, oh my okay. god. Hold on, that's not it. That's not all.
2: Okay, moon, that you can <laughs>
1: Hold on. Moon Pie moon Moon Pie's right on the money. Iron Will has an amazing personality and sounds pretty hot. <laughs> But yeah, get your geek on is a really great show.
0: Oh my god! Um, yeah.
1: yeah, so that is Iron Will. Um, <laughs> the the uh, the what is it? This this the sex object in our show? Oh uh, yeah,
0: great. Where's my crown and sass?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I thought you'd enjoy that. Oh man, your, your hotness.
0: Yeah, thanks. No, I think we should concentrate on um how everybody thought that the show was so cool. <laughs> okay, okay. So yeah. <laughs> uh, do
1: you do you have any um emails?
0: I do, actually. This one is from Tim from casualhacker.net, and it says, Hey, Kazuna and Will, thanks for putting together your podcast every week. I don't use it on my workouts, but I do enjoy it. Last week was especially helpful. I was on vacation out of range of my favorite radio station, but I managed to do all of my stretches every day, mostly listening to your podcast. It turned a chore into some pleasant relaxation time. Keep it up, Tim. That's a good one. Oh, that's
1: a good one. Anything yeah. about you being hot in there or anything?
0: No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> but that's very kind of people to say.
1: I I think the women should actually um, write in and
0: um, yeah, all know, about
1: mention how hot I am because uh,
0: Jason's ness
1: I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm feeling neglected right now.
0: You are on the cover of Men's Health magazine, man.
1: That is so true. Um, <laughs> Hey, one quick thing, and we're going to do a surprise triathlete, but one quick thing before I do that is on um, March 19th, if you're in Southern California, we're going to do a uh, century ride to celebrate the 100,000th hundred uh, visitor at trigeekdreams.com, my website. So um, if you're interested in doing it, you can just contact uh, me, the Kahuna. Through trygeekdreams.com, and we're going to do a, um, we're going to record a lot of that ride, um, so it'll be it'll be fun. And, uh, that is
0: going to be so great, and we may have to put, um, I don't know, maybe some, maybe triathlete chapters or something will uh, take a. Take a little hiatus while we get that in, or yeah, know, yeah. We'll, yeah, we we'll have to figure out how we how we can fit that in the show because the last this last week's show was like what almost an hour and twenty minutes.
1: Yeah. And
0: we're... um and I know a lot of people have iPods and and uh, they don't care necessarily about how big a show is um because they can just delete it you know for the next show. But uh, last show was like 35 meg, and if we lower the quality, um if we record it like anything other than uh, 64. Bit rate, it just sounds tinny and yucky, and so I don't know. So we're gonna to have to try to stick to you know an hour, unless this, people care. So.
1: Listen to you, 64 bit rate. You sound like yeah, <laughs> like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's about all I know. That's pretty good. Um, but it, let me. Let me. T- we can talk more about this next week. But you, we, and we forgot about to talk about this. But you have a great project you got going on in uh, the Midwest. Oh, talk yeah. About that you know. For a second.
0: Well, I was like, I was kind of um, devastated with uh, when my grant didn't go through, and it's because I had, you know, so many things um, staked on it, and which was a mistake, you know, on my part. I, I had like this whole, you know. Should I be a teacher should I stay a teacher, should I not be a teacher based in this um
1: and tell people what you your know, grant project?
0: Was. Um, well it, it yeah. yeah I, so, it was
1: <laughs> Go ahead. Tell, tell me what your grant was. <laughs>
0: okay. Um yeah, basically it was to try to get the kids um I teach off the street. I teach English as a new language and so there are a lot of Hispanic gangs and things out there and uh they're just, you know, eating up my students and I think this is my, what, eighth year as a teacher, and I think I've been to 14 funerals. And mm. it's just, it, oh, it, it got to a point where, you know, for the last few years, I was thinking, you know, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Um, you know, nothing's working. and uh, You just start to lose a little faith in it all. And uh, so I thought, okay, I'm going to, this is my last-ditch effort to try to um, make some changes. And so I wrote this grant, and it was based on a lesson I did um, one one day about, things being impossible, and uh, the kids not having any kind of motivation or ganas in Spanish (laughs) for, um, you know, getting anything done. And uh, so I wrote the word impossible on the board and asked them, you know, what's impossible for you? And some of them were like college and this and that. And so then I put an apostrophe between the I and the M, and I said, I'm possible. And so my whole grant was called I'm Possible, and it was basically I was going to, do this Ironman after, you know, basically a lifetime of not being terribly athletic and, uh, prove to them, like, look, anything is possible if you want it badly enough and if you, um, are willing to sacrifice and dedicate your time and energy to making it happen. Right. And, uh, so anyway, so I wrote up this, this proposal and, um, it looks pretty decent and I had it, you know, professionally put together and stuff and, uh, it was a $27,000 grant, and it was one that was not chosen. So uh, I was just really devastated with all that. And so I had, like, a couple days where I was pretty depressed about it all and then um, decided, you know what, this is not going to fix anything. This is not going to change anything. Um, and nothing has really changed anyway. I'm still running the race, right? You know, I'm still doing um, you know, everything I was going to do. The only thing, the only difference is, I just have to find the money somewhere else. So, um, what I decided to do was look into other areas. And I went to this gang coalition meeting, uh, a few days ago and ran into these people who, uh, you know, were representatives from Boys and Girls Club, um, Boy Scouts of America, you know, all these different places. And, um, I told them that my, you know, it might be a good idea to have the kids start mentoring the kids, you know, have college students come in to mentor the high school kids, have the high school kids mentor the middle school kids and elementary school, it's like a trickle down sort of mm-hmm. thing and um, some people came up to me, I mean I like got on the news and everything, i was so excited but um, <laughs> some people came up to me uh, afterwards and asked me if they could help and so um, the Boy Scouts of America leader said that, you know, they'd be able to provide like liability insurance and, it, you know, affiliation basically would come with the liability insurance and these other, all these other opportunities. And uh, there were some grants in place that I may have access to for some of the initial equipment I might need. And uh, so I think that this mentor program is going to kick off. I want to have the kids be able to learn what it's like to set a really big goal and then work until they achieve it. And Mm -hmm. so there are a lot of 5 and 10K races and things like that around here. And uh, I think that we're going to start there, and they're going to pick a race, and then we're going to train for it, and they're going to know what it feels like to figure out, you know, okay, I never thought that I could do this, but now, look, I'm doing it, and that will hopefully open the door for all of the other things that they didn't think they could do, um, but oh, realize cool. now just a matter of hard work
1: so and you're going to be um, a you're going to be a scout leader right
0: I, <laughs> I knew i knew you were going to find that in there um yeah i'm going to i'm going to be a scout master but the scout cool thing master. is yeah the cool thing is I'm um, scout mistress i guess that sounds kind of Kinky though, so I'm gonna go scout master. Um, yeah, the thing is, we can wear like whatever we want, and I, so the the kerchief thing. No, and all that's that. what
1: you. First of all, you no. gotta wear that, and you gotta <laughs> post it on your site. Is I am the scout <laughs> mistress. That will get your. They'll get our viewership way up or our listenership way up. Oh, God.
0: Um, you know, I mean, they have to have a uniform, but there's no, like, um, mandate that says it has to be the little knickers and and uh, all that. So um, I think we're going to have a T-shirt, and it's going to say I'm Possible, and uh, they're going to have maybe some, some running shorts or something like that. So uh, we'll see how it goes, but I'm pretty excited about uh, it. I guess right, there's yeah. another – people have been so awesome. They've um, written in about uh, – Uh, this other project that's going on it started in Chicago I guess called Girls on the Run Mm -hmm. and uh, so I'm going to look at that and then you mentioned there's like something in LA yeah there's a real big uh,
1: program like that in LA so for the LA
0: yeah I'm going to see I'm going to look into those models and uh, see what I can do I have a meeting Monday at 830 with this Boy Scouts of America folk and uh, hopefully, I'll know more next week. But I'm I'm pretty excited about it, and I'm definitely gonna stay teaching because uh, where there's a will, there's a way. So.
1: That is cool. <laughs> and, and you've, um, if people wanted to know more, they can go to uh, through th the number three ball com. Right, right, right. To find that out. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. That's that's awesome.
3: Thank you. Oh,
1: that's uh that's very geeked up. Not awesome. Oh,
0: we. That's right. I said awesome. Like. Three, four times already. So. I, I, didn't,
1: I didn't want to mention it, but that's true. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, Iron Will. Hey, Kahuna. It's time for surprise a triathlete.
0: Oh, good. Okay, who are we calling?
1: We're gonna call Iron Benny.
0: All right.
1: So let's uh, let's hope he's home. And uh, got him in the conference call here. Here we go. All
0: right. Yeah, he's like he always leaves like awesome comments. So oh, dang, I said awesome again.
1: It, it's ringing.
0: All right. That's hey, always good news.
1: You surprise him. Okay. Hello.
0: Hi, may we please speak with Iron Benny. This is he. <laughs> Hi, Iron Benny. <laughs> this is the Tragie Coon and Iron Well. What's going on? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs>
4: no worrying or anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was a this is a real surprise, a triathlete.
4: I guess.
0: So it how's well, it going? Are you are you on your way out the door or anything, or can
4: you talk? Well, I got a I got a ride, but I'm gonna wait a little while. It's gonna be a little warmer.
0: Oh, okay, sounds good. So you you were on your way out for a ride? Yeah, I got a three-hour ride
4: to scheduled today. Oh, Ooh. nice.
0: Wow. Well, yeah. that is a perfect segue to uh, our next question. What are you What are you uh, training for?
4: training for Iron Man Arizona on April 9th.
0: So it's all kinds of coming up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah.
4: <laughs> it's crunch time, that's for sure.
0: Oh, are you excited?
4: I'm totally
1: excited.
0: Now, is this your first Iron Man? It is. Oh, my gosh. This is so cool.
1: Are you s- I know. I'm
0: pretty nervous about it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, are you scared, Benny? What's that? Are you scared? Uh, I guess you could say I'm a little scared. <laughs> We're scared to death, and ours are, like, you know...
0: Months away. Months away. So, what's going through your head right now? Well, I went for a ride with uh,
4: Commodore in Arizona. I went and rode the Arizona Ironman course right uh, a few weeks ago. And until that point, I was pretty confident. Uh Uh-oh. But the day I did that ride, I wasn't feeling too good. and After that ride, man, I just started having a little bit of doubt. Not quite doubt myself, but really respecting the course, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Now, is that a, that's not a super hilly course, is it? It's not. No, not not really. But
4: I wasn't feeling the best, and, gosh, I guess reality sort of set in. Oh,
0: started boy.
4: started to understand what I was getting myself into, I guess. Mm-hmm. So
0: so you're out in Arizona, then, is where you live? Actually, I live in Utah right now. In Utah, okay. okay. Yeah, well,
4: I'm ride the course.
0: Now, you know, I don't, and I'm sure that it has to be the same for, um an Ironman as it is for a Half Ironman, but when I did Steelhead, the first time I rode that, and that's a relatively hilly course, Um I mean, not comparatively to some of the other races, but uh, there's some good rollers in there, and, uh, the very first time I rode that, course that half Ironman course I thought oh I'm never going to make it forget it it's horrible um the second time I wrote the course I felt a little better about it and the third time I wrote the course I was like I got this you know no problem and then of course you know come race day it it was fine and and I had a really good ride actually so um and with it coming up on April 9th you don't actually have you know time to go and (laughs) be riding the course all over the place but uh,
4: um I live 12 hours away
1: Wow. Um. Hey, Betty, let's... Yeah, I
4: didn't pop down there anymore, but I had some compounding issues when I went down there. My uh, my wife had gotten sick, and she actually had gotten whooping cough.
1: Oh, um, no.
2: And
4: I had started to come down with a pretty good head cold as well. So I wasn't feeling uh, the best, and I was on some really strong antibiotics, and I did the ride. Uh, uh,
0: well, just, just the fact that you've already ridden it once is going to make the ride easier for you to come race day.
4: Yeah. yeah, I think so. At least I know what to expect. I think it was a really good lesson in perspective. Um, really to respect the course and uh, give me a good idea of what my page really should be and what I thought it was going to be. So I think it was a really good lesson in a lot of ways. Um, I think it's really going to help me come race day just so I don't reveal myself too early.
1: Definitely, definitely. Hey, Iron Benny, let's back back up for a second and and, um, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and how you got into the sport of triathlon.
4: Okay. Well, about three years ago, Um, my brother gave me a call. He lives in Phoenix. He said, hey, Benny, we got this triathlon going on. It's just a sprint in a pool. And, uh, you know, a bunch of us in the family are signing up for it and wondering if you're interested. And I was like, well, what what is it? What's a triathlon involved? (laughs) He told me, and I was like, well, I haven't exercised in years. (laughs) And at the time, I was about 255 pounds. Um, And I was like, well, yeah, I'll give it a go. So I, I trained for about three days. (laughs) <laughs> and I went down, and I, and I did this sprint triathlon, and I was and just dogging the whole time. But at the end of it, I mean, the environment was so supportive, and all the people were great. And I had a blast, and, and I told my brother at the end of the race, so said, you know, that was something I'd like to look at doing again. And uh, he's like, sure, so I right. came back to Utah and found one here. Uh, did that, and still was struggling. I was on my mountain bike, and anyway... As things, pro- things progressed. I ended up doing an Olympic the next year, and then a half Ironman the next year, and now I'm going for
1: the Ironman. So.
0: Wow, um, so this is your I'm third year. With. This is your third year then? Yeah. Oh, see? Kahuna, look at that. I it's know.
1: He's on the Kahuna schedule. And and how much do you weigh now, Benny? Uh,
4: 195.
1: Wow.
0: Wow. You left a lot of weight.
4: I did. It's really changed my life. It's been more than just a hobby or a sport. It's something that's... Completely changed me. Uh, uh, are, are you somebody. married,
1: Benny? Yeah,
0: his wife. Okay. He
1: said was sick. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, his wife was sick. Yeah. Um. So, what does your wife think about all this?
4: Um, she thinks I'm a little nuts, but she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's Give
1: me a little uh, kids? She dabbles in triathlon as well, so she
4: does that. Oh. For instance, she's going for an Olympic this year.
2: Oh, very good cool. so She you...
4: understands why I like it, we don't have any kids right now. No. We've sometimes.
2: Oh, wow.
0: See, that's perfect. You guys have all that time for training.
4: Yeah. Except I go to graduate school now, and she has a full-time career as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. We juggle some things, but but this is a good time for us to sort of change our lives through triathlon without kids and get help Oh,
0: You know, it sounds like a a perfect triathlete chapter. You guys ever, uh, you're going to have to call in with your story.
4: You know, I've considered it, but I every time I try and put down what triathlon means to me in words, I just can't do it. It's just far too oh. important to me to just put it down into a, a few sentences. You know. <laughs> well, oh.
1: uh, hey, Benny, Benny, talk about for a minute about you said it, it, it's done so much more for you than just get yourself in shape. What 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 do you mean by that?
4: Well, before I took on triathlon, I like I said, I was 260 pounds and. I lacked motivation. I lacked energy, and to be honest with you, I really didn't know why. Mm-hmm. Didn't know why I didn't have the energy that other people around me did. But it was, you know, it was obvious. I was eating a poor diet. Um, I was overweight. Just completely lacked <clears throat> any kind of energy, or you know, I didn't want to do anything. So when I started exercising, it just gave me this boost of energy and boost of confidence and everything about me. And it's given me energy to complete things in my life, you know, outside of triathlon. Mm-hmm. And every day when I wake up, I've got energy to take on the day. I'm far more productive, you know. That's, I mean, I'm oversimplifying what it means to me, but you know, to put it simply,
1: uh, that's 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 just
4: changed everything about me.
1: That is so cool. And, and What what is your biggest uh, training day look like for for Ironman? Man, and when is it? I you you haven't done it yet, right? Your no, biggest I, training.
4: Uh, well, I've had some I've had some big days on the bike already. I've had some long rides, and you know I'm swimming in about eight thousand yards. Uh, twenty-two mile run left, and another six-hour ride, and then it's heading into my taper. Wow. A
0: twenty? Now say that again. A twenty-two mile run?
4: Yeah. And then and the six-hour
0: ride. Yeah. Wow. So, oh, oh my gosh! I just Wow, I, that just stopped me cold. I mean, and I've run two marathons, so I know the I know the training, you know, for that. But just I guess I haven't thought about that kind of mileage for a while. Um, but yeah, Kahuna, we're gonna have to like bust out some some twenty milers here. We gotta get going. The,
1: but you know on what? On the you, tennis shoes. Benny, be be excited. God, you, what a what a great thing! You're just you're almost there, and uh, I mean, you're gonna be an Ironman.
4: Oh, I'm so excited, Kahuna! It's just a good final in into everything that i've done to, just to change my health and everything
0: oh yeah and you've already um yeah, what was your longest run and everything before this 22 miler
4: <laughs> that'd be my half iron man run i never, <laughs>
0: <run,
4: laughs> <laughs> never run 13 miles until race day um,
0: oh wow maybe, wait maybe you know what you're gonna you're already you're putting in the time and and the uh commitment now and uh, the race is supposed to be the fun day so you're, you're getting your birthday cake here pretty soon.
4: I hope so and I think the altitude will help and everything. I'm working real closely with the coach and she said she's got me ready so.
1: Oh good. All right. Well, we'll, How exciting for you. you. You know what we'll do Benny is we'll on our websites we'll um, We'll post your your number so people can follow you around the course and you know cheer you on. Um, okay. Yeah, for Ironman
0: Live. So yeah. go ahead and um and tell everybody your website so that they can check up on you too.
4: Okay, it's IronBenny.blogspot.com. Okay,
0: and it's two N's right, and Benny. Yep. Okay. And and Y. All right, so everybody, go check out Iron Benny and watch him become an Iron Man.
1: Yeah. Well, congratulations on your training, and good luck on your race, Iron Benny. Hey,
4: thank you so much. I appreciate
0: it. All right, have a great ride.
1: Thank you, guys. Take
4: care. (laughs) Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Oh, gosh, I just got chills from that whole conversation with him. It's like, I don't know, you're... You're one. I don't know. You know that like six steps to Kevin Bacon kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like one step to an Iron Man.
1: <laughs> no, and just just the the how lives have changed. Like Hilburn from last week. You know, I, right. I, I thought about her all week, and just how um, something. It seems kind of stupid. You know, just like a, a sport can completely change somebody's life. And you can hear it in his voice. not only is he. Um, uh, Physically fit, but you know he's sort of been able to tackle other life challenges as well. And,
0: and see, and that's why I'm I'm so excited, and I really believe that through athletics, you know, there are, there are ways to overcome so many other challenges in life. So that's that's really why I'm hoping that my program takes off because it just it works. This this training and endurance and um, overcoming obstacles it's such a parallel. So. Um, I don't know I, I think that that's definitely the way to go.
1: Yeah that be that'll be great. Well let's get to first of all we're running late so let's um, I'm gonna save our head doc segment for next week so okay we'll, we'll, um that'll be something to look forward to for next week and let's go into your coach's corner where you talk about uh, the gadgets I can't wait to hear. All right, let's
2: show the pace. Great. today
0: we are talking about gadgets, and there are so many pretty shiny, very cool things out there. Um, the new Garmin Forerunner uh, 305 is something I have my eye on, but I have my trusty uh, Nike heart rate monitor, and uh, I don't know that I need that. So basically I guess what we want to know is uh, what kind of gadgetry do we need as endurance athletes, if any?
3: I think that it, you need to decide how you're going to gauge your effort and training whether that be heart rate in um, running and cycling or be perceived exertion in the pool or, you know, your 100 lap efforts, y- your times, um, maybe the speed on the bike, your wattage on the bike, your lap time on the run. Um, and basically de- from there decide what you're going to use. Most of my athletes use heart rate monitors, and I think that um, that's a good way to go, but probably the second best way to go as far as um, all the choices but a heart rate monitor if you use it correctly and that's suggesting that you get real familiar with it you get in touch with your body and your heart and in the morning you take your heart rate immediately and you see is it up or is it down and um, it's pretty clear they've established a correlation between fitness when your heart is coming down in the morning um, is it substantially lower than it was a month ago or two months ago and indicated that you're fit or is it higher which could indicate that there's an oncoming illness that you're overtrained that you're dehydrated that your body is under stress um, and that's a really good indication that you need to back off what you're doing if you listen to those things and then going into your workout you look at your heart rate going into the workout and then you start doing the workout and maybe you're going to do um, a three mile run on the same course you know, every Tuesday you start looking at your heart rate, and every time, if you can control the um, time of the run, it's a three-mile run, you always do it in 20 minutes, is your heart rate coming down? Or with my athletes, I like to do a, a test on the track where every so many months you go and you do a two- or three-mile test at 150 beats a minute or 140 beats a minute. You control the heart rate all year, and then you see how is your pace um, progressing or digressing, and you can see the aerobic or anaerobic fitness that you're developing. So the heart rate monitor is good, but it also is affected, like I said, by stress or by hydration. Mm-hmm. Um, an alternative to that for just cycling, which is, I think, the best way to go, is using power or wattage with a wattage meter, um, and those can um, run between 1000 thousand and uh-huh. five thousand and $5,000 Wow, more um, in the bike. Yeah, it's quite an addition, but it is a pure measure of how strong of a cyclist you are, plain and simple. Um, it just tells you how much work you're doing because it talks about torque and wattage and gives you all the information that you need so you know on any given day going uphill, downhill, into the wind, whatever you're doing, exactly much how, or exactly how much work you are doing. So in conjunction, heart rate and wattage is the perfect gadget. If you've got some money you want to spend on something, that's the perfect thing to invest in. Um, power tap I think, makes the most reasonably priced uh, but yet high-quality wattage meter, and that's a rear wheel that's around $1,000, and get a heart rate monitor with that. And for cycling, that's the perfect tool. I think that for running, heart rate is the perfect tool, and also monitoring your pace and your perceived exertion and your breathing. And in the pool... Um I think it's just being careful not to overdo it. us have a tendency to go too hard. I think you just need to learn how to use that clock at the end of the pool, and that's a free gadget that you get with your membership at the pool. Hmm. So Now,
2: some people may not know what that means if they don't have a pool membership,
3: so what what's that clock at the end of the pool? Um, well, there's a <clears> clock at the end of um, most lat pools, and it just has a continually running second hand and it just goes from zero to sixty. It also has a first hand that doesn't give the time of day, but it should read the minutes. So if it were 8:30 in the morning, that first hand would just show 30. And then the second hand is just constantly revolving. And so let's say you might want to go to the end of the pool where the clock is, and you might want to start your 100-yard uh, swim when the clock is at the top. And then when you finish, you look up at the clock. And whenever it's coming around, you can kind of figure out, where you at one minute something or two minutes something? And so you kind of need to know about how fast you are. But you want to work with that clock to kind of measure your fitness. And when you're swimming, you can look over your shoulder and see where you are, like what was your time for that 100 meters within the 1,000 you're swimming. Or if you're doing a set of 10 100s, you come in, you look at the clock, and maybe they're all on two minutes. And so you're going to say, all right, I'm going to leave on 2:15, which means if I come in at two minutes or 158, I'm getting about 15 seconds rest and I'm leaving every
2: 2.15. Wow. Okay. So I wonder if I could do that. I have a, my heart rate monitor watch is actually waterproof. I wonder maybe it would be more complicated with that then.
3: Well, it, it's, um, <clears throat> you need to be careful with heart rate monitors because they tend to be water resistant and a little waterproof, but you, you can't press the buttons generally underwater. Right. I've seen many heart rate monitors ruined by pressing the buttons underwater. So you want to make sure that the heart monitor you have is very waterproof if you're going to use it in the pool. Um, but if you can learn how to use the clock, that's definitely the easiest thing to do is to learn how to use that.
2: Got it. Okay, so I'm not uh, gonna be
0: purchasing that Garmin, maybe, uh, <laughs> but it's pretty. It's it's darn pretty,
3: so. that. Oh, okay. yeah, they're very nice for sure. But you can always go to a track too.
0: <laughs> definitely much cheaper yeah. alright my coach Greg
2: Mueller thanks again
1: okay Iron Willie are you going to get a Garmin 305
0: I'm not going to get a Garmin 305 um, it's pretty and everything but uh, for the money um, the it loses the signal and I suppose uh, quite a bit so it's not going to be that that great of an investment, I don't think so. Um, but no, I, I think uh, if anything, I'm going to probably upgrade my heart rate monitor to the Polar, uh-huh. um, and uh, and see how that goes. But yeah, so right. that that's in mystery solved. So, so for right now, unless somebody gets it for me, I'm not going to get it. For me. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody wants to um, contact Greg Mueller, who's my coach, uh, if you're interested in in having him coach you as well, his uh, new website is InnovativeEndurance.com, dot com, and uh, I think he's taking some new clients. So um, go ahead and, and check that out. His contact information is on there. So InnovativeEndurance.com. dot com.
1: Very good. Uh, let's go to our tri athlete chapter. Try chapter, with um, <laughs> with our friend uh, Commodore.
0: Alrighty. And, um, this is going to be good. I can't wait for this. Yeah.
1: So sit back and relax and enjoy.
5: Hi, my name is Commodore, and this is my chapter. When I was 16, I was in a car accident that left me paralyzed, and with a head injury that left me with no memory of who I was, who my family was, I couldn't read, write, or talk well. Because I was paralyzed, I couldn't just get up and walk away from it all. I learned that doctors told my parents to be prepared to care for me for the rest of their lives. But if I walked normally again, it would be amazing. And if I progressed past the third grade intelligence level, A miracle. From that point in my life, before I could even wrap my mind around them, three words had defined me, passion, determination, and willpower. A pastor told me that if someone could hold on to a dream for five years, that dream would come true, but most people can't hold on to a dream for five minutes. I would live to prove those doctors wrong, and boy, have I. By 2004, I had been working in my industry for 10 years and helped build a successful business. I no longer had to work 65 hours or more a week and devoted that time to the gym. I love the gym. I love the feelings of accomplishment, like hitting a goal, whether it be lifting more weight or pushing more reps. Eventually, I tore up my shoulder pretty badly, and the rehab called for no weightlifting for six months. At least I could fall back on my running. Ever since I could walk again, I ran. Running was the one constant in my life since the accident. No headaches from trying to remember Something someone just asked me. No stumbling over words trying to form a cohesive sentence. Just the sound of my breathing and my feet crunching the earth. I had run dozens and dozens of short distance races and a few marathons. Each one an amazing gift regardless of my time and another punch in the proverbial eye to all the doubting doctors from my past. Soon enough, even that was taken from me because the running motion kept my shoulder from healing. My doctor suggested bicycling. After my accident, I had no reason to ride a bike again, so I didn't really even learn how until I was 30 years old, and even then it was nothing I would consider a workout, more like finishing my pre-accident, I could do then, I can do now list. Riding the bike reminded me of triathlons. My wife did triathlons when we first met way back when. I recalled really enjoying the environment and the good vibes I got from people, much like running races, but amped up a notch. Plus, it would allow me to train without using weight and reindering my shoulder. Around the same time, I stumbled across the Covino's website, and I worked there for a while. I really didn't think I had a right to post comments. I'd never even read a blog before. I didn't even know what to do. But eventually, I picked up the nerve, and from that moment on, triathlon has been my dominant thought. I've had nothing but blessings and gained so much new life and spirit out of triathlon. I've created my own successful blog, which I am amazed people read daily. I'm part of a group of people entered in Ironman, Florida, who for the most part have never met each other and never trained together, Yet we're all committed to meet at a date and time in the future to face our ultimate limits of endurance together. We communicate to keep each other accountable and motivated, but ultimately, we have to internally be honest with ourselves and do what it takes on a daily basis to get to the finish line, challenging our limits, and at the same time, using people with similar goals to give us education and motivation and sometimes a kick in the pants. I help start a tri-club, and every week, more people sign up to train with us and learn from us. I have sponsors. Sponsors. I would have never thought a company would give me product or incentive to get their name out. I thought the only sponsor I would ever have would be my wife. I guess the theme of my life has been to not give in, give up, or excuse away success. I won't fall into the victim trap or the woe is me mentality. I believe if every day I have a plan to get closer to my goals, eventually I will. I think that's true for anyone. That isn't a promise that you will become a millionaire or win your age group. But maybe it will help you walk again or run again, as it did me. Maybe consistently doing good work will get you that raise you need or open the door to new opportunities. I think of my son, the Mighty Mo, who was born with that mentality. So many doctors have said no child this, shit, this sick should act so happy. My son was born with a low immune system and asthma and all the allergies you would ever want. And through all the pain and fever and coughing and sickness, he smiles and laughs and shows his love for the world. When I struggle in my life or I begin to feel sorry for myself, I think of the hand my son was dealt with at birth, the obstacles he has already overcome and the ones that lie ahead, and it gives me courage. It gives me inspiration because no matter what comes at me, I know a positive attitude can defeat all kinds of obstacles. See, I think people should know that talent is overrated. I really do. Plenty of people with talent never go anywhere with it, or they take it for granted and pull it all away. Me, I'm a grinder. I may be slow, but I get where I'm going, just like other people out there who have adversity in their life or face tremendous obstacles and with very little discernible talent accomplish amazing things. I don't think life is about talent. It's about passion, determination, and willpower. Find what you're passionate about, whether it's triathlon, work, family, or even a special skill. Use your determination to pursue that passion and then use your iron will to make that dream come true. I still have issues from my head injury. You can add about a dozen concussions and a fractured skull to that list. I never got my memory back from age 0 to 16. Not a lick. I still have a hard time using the right word in a sentence. I have to call my wife every time I hit my head. I haven't played a contact sport in almost 20 years. Pick up basketball games? You're right. Touch football? No way. One more knock to my melon and I really could be a vegetable. So for an Athlon it is. Swim, bike, run, repeat. Have fun and push yourself to the absolute limit. Anything is possible. That's my chapter.
1: Boy, Commodore can get you really geeked up.
2: Uh, yes, he
0: can. He's got such a great um, radio voice.
1: He does. Okay, well, it's, uh, we got one one last segment in our show, and that's the always uh, amazing Try life Lessons. No. And what do we have this week?
0: I was actually kind of inspired to write this one because of uh, my friend, um, Lieutenant Colonel... Jeffrey Davis, who's over in Iraq right now. He's in the Marines, and uh, he's over there for a year until January. So um, he's always so motivational and so uh, excited to make things happen. Uh, he definitely embodies that nothing is impossible mentality. And uh, so um, I guess uh, this one's kind of going after him.
1: Oh, very cool. Let's take a listen. Mm-hmm.
2: There's a path that's clear and clean, tried and traveled, and then there's a wild way. You can follow down the former or lead down the latter, either or you find yourself in a brand new someplace, so I suppose what really matters is the journey, what you've got to give, and what you can be sure it's going to take. Most people are in for plenty of normal, lots of company and no short amount of certainty, and that's just fine, nice and easy, but there's a whole lot of country those down that road ain't never going to see. They miss the mackerel sky, lit up like that just once in a lifetime. They never have to find that fresher kind of water, wetter and better for having to be found. For all they're sheltered and dry and never needing to ponder any part of why, well, they've no sense for answers. No reason to want anything more than to just get by. Now, I do believe I'm the other kind. I'm those who wander, who wonder what's on the other side. Those who saddle up and set out. Who know when thunder comes and they're about to be baptized. Can't say it's the easy way. There's all manner of briar and more than a lot of lonely from time to time, down those rolling miles toward never-reaching horizon. But I wouldn't have it otherwise. See, I've learned that living means there are no roads except the ones you make, except the ones that ain't roads, until you go down them anyway.
1: Oh well, that's that is so good, and I'm sure uh, Lieutenant Colonel is going to be very happy to hear that.
0: <laughs> I hope so. He's he's definitely a huge source of inspiration for me. So hopefully, I can return the favor once in a while.
1: Okay, well, we're almost to the end of the show, but I have a little surprise for you.
0: Uh oh. Okay.
1: Nothing too heavy, but uh, you know how they do. One of the favorite. I'm a journalist, and one of the fun interviewing techniques you have is when you say a word or a phrase and you have someone say the first thing that comes to their mind. Okay. Okay, so that I'm gonna do that with you.
0: Oh boy. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. This is like oh gosh, okay.
1: Okay. Podcast.
0: Hilarious. Swim. Oh. oh gosh, I like drew a blank. <laughs> Swim, okay. I'm I'm gonna say wave. Bike. Live. Run. Hard.
1: Your favorite color, red. Passion. Steelhead.
0: Oh, gosh. Let's see. I suck at this. You're going to kill me. Can we start over?
1: No, we can't start over. <laughs> Steelhead. You're doing good. Heart.
0: Okay. Heartbreak.
1: Uh, Iron Man Wisconsin. Redemption. Anything is possible.
0: Damn right.
1: Uh, see, you're good at that. <laughs> If it wasn't a time test. You could have taken some time. That was fine.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it had to be like instant on the top of your head. And when well, you said some of those things, I was like shocked. You know, like silent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes.
1: Well, yes. Well, that's a good little surprise, was it not?
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so are you going to analyze me?
1: Um, I think you have some major uh, problems that need to be addressed. <laughs> no, you're you're a. Uh, let me see. You're a passionate, stubborn persistent um overcoming obstacles type of woman.
0: Wow. All that from that test? Is
1: that right? Wow.
0: Wow. Okay, now now tell me how you did all that.
1: Um, you know, just intuitively. I I uh no, I have no idea. <laughs> um, but you can tell uh, you're not going to be denied. So this is uh this is good. I cannot wait for Iron Man Wisconsin. I'm glad you're going first.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I don't
0: know Thank how glad, I, don't, I don't know how glad I am I'm going first, but uh yeah, it's it's gonna it scares me, you know, to tell you the truth, but I think I think anything I've ever been proud of after the fact has scared me first. Mm-hmm. So
1: Yeah, I'm in a real scared scaredy cat mode right now. I don't know why, but uh it just seems like it's kinda of getting real. Yeah. And um yeah. That's, well,
0: that's how I felt when I Benny, when he said he had a 22-mile run coming up and he had this coming up and this coming up, and I don't know why, but that launched me back to when the high miles were coming for the marathons mm-hmm. and for everything, and uh, there's a different, you're a different person when you're in that mode, and it's, it's exciting, and I think when you go through the off-season, you kind of get out of that a little bit, and then you go back into it as the season creeps in again, and um, and uh, it's exciting, but at the same time it's scary because it's it's you know there's no net you know. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, well, that's uh, we're working without net. That's good. Well, it's the end of the show, so we uh, need to say goodbye.
0: All right. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in, and uh, next week we will come back at you with show number nine. So until then, this is Iron Will signing off.
1: This is the TriGeek Kahuna saying aloha and mahalo.
0: And now it's time to get to the business section of our show. So um, this week our show has been sponsored by Pat, Tech Consultant to the stars. And additionally, Get Your Geek On is sponsored by NEFSA for all your web hosting, domain, and design needs. NEFSA is your solution. Visit NEFSA.com or call 877 99 MEPSA. For comments, suggestions, or sponsorship inquiries, or to submit a sound bite for our next show, visit the sidebar of TryGeekDreams.com or through TH3Wall.com for more information. Get your geek on as a production of Iron Geek New Media.
1: Okay, a couple additional notes, Iron Will, on the sponsorship. Uh, NEFSA is run by a triathlete. And I know you know him, and I know him, and he he does great uh, work. His name's Acolo. And if you have any kind of design needs for your website or you have uh, you want to need a domain or you need to be hosted, like get your geek On is and, and through the wall is uh, please uh, please look up a colo and nefsa uh, yeah he's fabulous
0: he is he's always available for tech support and all that kind of thing um, and uh, he makes the transition from blogger so easy you don't have to change anything so um, yeah trust me if i can if I can have a domain where I sell the blogger anybody can do it it's painless so definitely give him a give him a call or look him up at com. so
1: and, and if you'd like to uh, sponsor or help sponsor this podcast we could use the help it's uh, um, we're still still nicely in the red and uh, this is not uh, not enjoying <laughs> it so um, we have donation we have PayPal buttons on both of our websites and um, you know, any kind of donation would be fabulous for us, and we're not trying to make money off this thing. We're just trying to not to lose money. And we also have this great—if um, you want to get something for your money, besides sort of the psychic pleasure of knowing you're, you're helping uh, <laughs> spread the gospel of triathlon around the world—you can um, go to what was the website address for our, our merchandise?
0: Uh, get your on, that spreadshirt.com We have a show apparel. Logo apparel, that's uh, pretty
1: cool. I think. You guys were in mine the other day, and I was getting a lot of uh, whistles and, and whatnot. <laughs> Passers by. <laughs> <my>, so. <laughs> so it was good, and, um, and now with the business taken care of, it's time for our most fabulous moments. Aloha, triathletes! Welcome to podcast number eight of Get Your Geek On. The podcast. Ah,
0: uh, I turn it turned his chore into something pleasant, into some pleasant. Okay, can I? I'm like, I teach English and I can't even like read this. Let me try this again. I do actually. Uh, this one is from Tim Newsom from nuisance at thecasualhacker.net, and uh, it says, "Oh, oh, that's his email. Crap." Uh, this week we have Iron Benny, so I'm really excited to talk about him. To talk, to talk about him. Oh, crap. Uh, this week this week we have uh, Iron Benny I'm really excited to talk to him he's all um, all
1: he's all geeked yeah. up
0: yeah <laughs> oh, I can't think of any yuck so hopefully he'll be home and we can talk about Wildflower a little bit god dang it, oh, it what's wrong freaking <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah um yeah definitely um we are going to talk about uh, if it's if it's something, why do I do this every single time? Just, just shut, just yeah. Cut to the tape there.
1: <sighs> uh. Hey, Iron Will. Yes, it's good. It's time for triathlete fudge and whatever. Hang on. <laughs>
0: triathlete fudge? Is that a new Christmas yeah. thing?
1: What <laughs> the hell are we gonna talk about now? Um.
0: The tactical air command squadrons. Squatter 38M, and uh, he's got all these, like, fancy cool names, um, but, uh, when it, I gotta do this again, Uh, and, uh, get your geek on, oh,
2: god, freaking dang
1: it, and please, uh, patronize, uh,
2: dang it,
0: (laughs) go see your happy yoga place,
1: couple additional notes uh, uh, hang on a second. I'm so pissed what's the matter why because I'm just I'm like we're so close to being done i it's just like how stupid can I be and now it's time for our most, our most
0: fabulous
1: fabulous moments,
0: moments. let's say it together that would be cool okay
1: and, and um, now it's... Oh, wait. <laughs> okay. it's the business is taking care of. Okay. And now with the business all taken care of...
0: <laughs> do you want to do that again so we don't sound like we're,
1: like, you know, having equilibrium problems? Okay. Uh, <laughs> and now with the business taken care of, it is time for, for our, most our
2: most fabulous, fabulous
1: moment. <laughs> Why can't we do do it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you just, you you wanted to say it? Sure. Okay.